Big Rab Show podcast is kindly sponsored by G1 Reads. They are the champion's choice, with many bands around the world playing G1 products, including two-time world champions in Vararian District. So check out g1reads.com as they keep the lights on here on the Big Rab Show podcast. Hello there, folks, and welcome to another Big Rab Show podcast. <laughs> oh, wow. After last week's episode, uh, did you expect us to return? <laughs> oh, what an explosive episode that was last week, eh? And I have no doubt that this week's will be equally so. Uh, but yes, by the title of this week's episode, you're going to know exactly who we're talking to uh, for this week's topic of the week. And yeah, it's Quite a good interview, I have to say. So really looking forward to chatting to Peter and Davey from Tartan Tunes. But first of all, let's get into the podcast good and proper, shall we? If this is your first ever Big Rab Show podcast, then you are welcome. We are the show for the bagpiping folk, reflecting everything in the bagpiping world, be it Celtic music, folk music, or indeed our bread and butter, which is competitive piping and drumming. Each and every week we're here talking about what we know and love to be the music of the great Highland Bagpipe and its people. And don't forget, like every other podcast out there, we do have a Patreon uh, where, yeah, you can click on uh, support and you get your mitts on loads of extra stuff. Now I mean properly loads of extra stuff. We have hours and hours and hours of uh, like our Fuse FM Balamoney radio show, which goes up there every week. So if you do happen to miss it, you can go back and listen to it again, download it at your leisure, and uh, yeah, you get a two-hour radio show in your pocket every week. Plus, there's tons of others, uh, exclusive interviews, performances, videos, uh, there's bags of stuff back there. We have a great community over there on Patreon, uh, so shout out to you, Patreon faithful. You guys are awesome. Yes, you are. Uh, helping keep the wheels turning here at the Big Rab Show. All right. So, as I said, last week's episode was quite a barnstormer, and we probably will refer back to it quite a bit in this week's episode, but that's deliberate, uh, so because last week we covered a lot of ground with what's been going on, with all of the big announcements and shocks and all of that sort of stuff that's been happening with RSPBA. Uh, we're going to talk more about it, of course, as this progresses, uh, but this opens the door for our listener mail. Yeah. Each and every podcast, we open the door to listener mail, where you folks can tell us all your thoughts and feelings, of course, on anything that we've discussed here in any episode of the show. And discuss it, you have. Although, I have to say, every bit of mail that we've received in, nobody wants it read out on the show. (laughs) Whoa, I wonder why. Uh, Yeah, we got a lot of very strong opinions on last week's show, and a lot of them aren't broadcastable, uh, but if anything, it's good that we're a sounding board for this, if you know what I mean. So, yeah, it's great to know your thoughts, opinions, and feelings, and everything. If anything, we got a lot of great messages from folks of support, uh, saying, you know, how it was good of us not being afraid of the big topics, and yeah, we did take a big gamble if we're honest, tackling such a big issue. And we're going to get into it again this week, I feel. Uh, But yeah, we have our finger on the pulse of the piping scene as best we can, and anything like this happens, and we'll do our best to cover it for you. So, of course. Uh, So, yeah, shout out to everyone who emailed in. Lots of comments and stuff on socials as well. So thank you, everyone. There's been a serious amount of interaction there. 
And uh, a lot of it we just can't broadcast because, uh, yeah, a lot of you folks don't want it broadcast. Uh, so that's perfectly fine. Uh, you know, quite entitled to. Uh, so that email address again, bigrabshow at gmail.com. That address again, bigrabshow at gmail.com. And if you don't want your email read out, then please say so on the body of your email and we will make sure not to read it. So, yeah, that's been the case this week. Uh, I have to say we have got, let me see here. Yeah, we've got the guts of about 20 emails in. Uh, there was quite a lot following last week. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, a lot of them don't want to be read out. And some of them actually I have directed towards Weekly Drone. And we'll get to that because some of them did pluck up the courage to send in Weekly Drones. Yeah. So before we get to Weekly Drone, however, yeah, you guessed it. It's time for Word of the Week. <laughs> Word of the Week here on the Big Rabsha Podcast. Hindsight. Yeah, this week's Word of the Week is hindsight. And you might think to yourself, what? Uh, Well, yeah, it kind of reads into the situation that we've had over the past few weeks now. Uh, We had an announcement from RSPBA uh, that they were getting a working group put together to look into this uh, because, yeah... We had no sponsor, and essentially we had no possible solution to running a British Championships. Now, last week there was a suggestion uh, that, you know, we might bring the British Championships to minor competitions. It'll sort of be sprinkled out there, Uh, you know, a grade here, a grade there. And uh, we talked about all of this on last week's podcast. And a lot of the correspondence that we got was people saying, I told you so. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so many people contacted us saying this was, yeah, this was in the works for a long time. And even from last week's pod where we did say at the beginning of our topic, saying that this did stem back all the way back as far as 2019. Some people even argued even sooner than that. Uh, So, yeah, the writing was on the wall for a lot of people. And we're now thinking that hindsight is 2020 and if we've seen these problems coming down the road then why didn't we do anything about it at the time it's a bit strange that one now ourselves on rab show we have been always of this mantra that if you want to affect change then you need to attend your meetings your branch meetings yeah need to make sure that your band representative attends and you know represents the voice of your band so if your band has a particular opinion on a certain topic then it's up to that representative to make that voice heard now we are aware that again we didn't have any listener mail this week because there is a genuine fear of reprisal. If anyone ever does stick their head above the parapet and say something, then, yeah, they're terrified that their head will be chopped off for some reason, you know? And, uh, yeah, because you spoke out on a certain topic, you'll be marred with a brush and that would be the, you know, that's it. Your band will no longer win any prizes. You'll constantly be seen as a troublemaker. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> Just looked down upon uh, by the board of directors, I guess. Um, And yeah, that that is still a genuine fear, which is why we do have our weekly drone feature. It's it's completely anonymous. There's no identifying factors. So people can really let us have it. You know, the thoughts and feelings that are out there in the piping scene. Yeah, it's an open microphone for people. And uh, yeah, on last week's pod, we talked about a lot of this all stemming from 2019 and 
that the writing was on the wall, as they say. It was in the water, as they say here in Northern Ireland. Uh, so, uh, yeah, hindsight is twenty twenty. Looking back, we did see signs of all of this trouble ahead. But the question remains, why was there nothing done about it at the time? Hmm. Anyway, that's this week's Word of the Week. Take from it what you will. Uh, but, yeah, that's what we landed on this week. Because of all the amount of correspondence and stuff that we've got, as pretty much everyone rubbing their hands saying, well, told you so. <laughs> Alrighty, well, after Word of the Week, you guessed it, that brings us on to our next favourite feature. And, uh, yeah, shout out to JD, by the way, who last week really pulled it out of the bag. There was so many weekly drones last week. I have to give a massive round of applause. JD, you're an absolute legend, my friend, and uh, is continuing to churn them out because we're still continuing to get them in. Uh, now, there has been a few weekly drones that, sorry, folks, again, were just simply unbroadcastable. Uh, we just could not use these because, uh, number one, they were full of swearing. We're a family show, and uh, if we were to edit out the swearing, then we would kind of lose the context of the message, if that makes any sense. Uh, but yeah, the name calling, the finger pointing, and all of this type of stuff. Yeah, we would. Yeah, we would try to steer away from that. So if you're using weekly drone to call someone a bleep 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 bleep, then maybe it's not the best platform for you to do that. Uh, you can go into your band halls and do that. Uh, so <laughs> have a good moan to your bandmates. Uh, but yeah, ourselves here in Rab Show, we do want to say that our weekly drone is an open microphone for all of you folk out there in the piping scene. We do want to be your voice. So if you do have a thought or opinion or anything to talk about at all, but you don't want to stick your head above that parapet for fear of getting it chopped off by the board of directors, then that, yeah, that's exactly why we're here. We are the show for the pipe and folk, and we want to reflect what you guys are saying out there. So, be it positive, be it negative, be it anything at all, that's where you go and do it. Weekly Drone. So, thebigrabshow.com forward slash weekly drone. Yeah, right at the top of the page there, there's a big link, and you can send us in your stories, thoughts, feelings, warts and all, and we'll do our best to bring them to the show. Now, let's introduce this week's Weekly Drone then, shall we, JD? What's the first one? It's the Weekly Drone. Dear Big Rab, I'm really enjoying the podcast. Since you don't run an Agony Aunt segment, I thought I'd ping you this through as a drone instead. Here's a hypothetical question that you and your listeners could maybe help out with. Let's say you were chairman of a charity, any charity, during a period of financial turmoil happening on your watch and someone you happened to vouch for and recruit as a director was later removed from the board after they were accused of fraud. Would you, one, resign as a matter of integrity, two, be transparent about a particular director resigning for private reasons and then get on with the job, or three, sweep the matter under the carpet conceal the resigned director's identity from minutes and hope nobody would find out. Then pretend to rehire for a short period of time and stage a surprise comeback that involved being grandfathered straight back into an office-bearing position by your cronies. It's a bit of a dilemma, isn't it? I don't know about you or the listeners, but I definitely like to think nobody in their right mind would ever consider number three. I mean, 
how much of an unsavory character would you need to be to believe voters are morons and capable of figuring out just how disqualifying that would be. I'm really glad we're in pipe bands. We'd never allow something as fishy as that to happen, would we? What do you think? Hmm. Weekly Droner, I'm not quite sure what you're getting at there. Um, have we ever called the voting members morons before? Anyway, uh, no. Um, maybe we have. I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, that is a hypothetical, isn't it? And we'll leave that there, I think. Uh... Quite a stinging one, that, I think. Uh, but there you go. The thoughts and feeling of our weakling droner. Thank you for that. Uh, yeah, you did raise the, the question at the very beginning that we don't have an agony ant section on the show. Maybe we should do, you know? You know, if, you, if you've got a problem in the piping scene and weekly drone doesn't cut it, then, I don't know, maybe we'll start something up like Dear Rab or something. You know that section of the newspaper that you used to read and it used to be full of, like, advice and stuff? Oh, Big Rab, that messes him I would never... Left the toilet seat for me, or she leaves the cap off, the toothpaste, and all the rest. And does not know how to make a good cup of tea. All that there. You know, I would used to love reading the problem pages in the newspapers. I don't even know if you still get them now. Uh, but there you go. I haven't bought a newspaper in forever. But yeah, I should maybe start at an agony ant section on the show here. You know, Dear Rab, or I don't know, a better title for it. If you guys out there have a suggestion, if, that, if you want that as a section of the show, then why not? We'll do it. <laughs> But there you go, uh, some very uh, cutting words there uh, from our weekly droner and the hypothetical situation they're, that they're talking to. Um, interesting, interesting. But we're not going to leave it just there, are we? Now, yeah, JD has another weekly drone for us this week, so go ahead, JD. What have you got? It's a weekly drone. The RSPBA board announced on February 4th a working group to find an alternative to the 2023 British Championships. Friday, February 10th, they do the Friday bad news dump, Google it, Rab, to say the board of directors cannot find an alternative to hold the 2023 British Championships. In five days? This board of directors manages by convenience. They should hold their heads in shame. However, shame requires self-awareness. No press conference, no accountability to those working to compete in five championships in 2023, other than a spineless news dump. Board of directors are showing us they fear hard work and difficult decisions. Vacate your positions. You are no longer fit for purpose. Hmm. Again, a lot of very strong feeling out there. And we did receive a number of uh, calls uh, for the board of directors for resignations. And I think that is overwhelming at the moment. The amount of correspondence we've been receiving here on Rab Show has all been very one-sided from that regard. A lot of people very upset with the board of directors at the moment and their failure to have a British Championships. Now, as our weekly droner correctly said there... Um, The announcement that we got about the British Championships that we talked all about on last week's podcast dropped on the 5th of February. Told us all about this working group that they were putting in place to try and get the Championships 
uh, held in some form or other. And we spoke all about that last week. Well, yeah, you're quite right, Weekly Droner. Uh, there was a Friday bad news dump at... <laughs> Not even five days later, on the 10th of February. So we got the announcement on the Sunday, and then by Friday, we were told that the British Championships were practically dead in the water. Now, you did ask me to Google this, all right? And I was a bit nervous. Whenever people ask me to Google stuff, it's normally something bad. Um, (laughs) But I've Googled this, and yeah, apparently a Friday news dump is an actual thing. Uh, This is what people in Washington were quite keen on doing Uh, back in the day, uh, where if you were going to release any documents or bad news, that you do it late on a Friday afternoon. So this avoids any possible scrutiny uh, that you would get from the media, uh, because, you know, politicians at that time worked Monday to Friday, and then they weren't available for comment over a Saturday, Sunday, by which time the story would kind of went off the boil a little bit, and then by the time they come back on Monday, it's business as usual, and they go, oh, that that bad news, that happened on Friday, this is now Monday, we're all doing something else. Um, yeah, so we are aware that RSPBA have been making these announcements at the weirdest times. As I say, that first announcement we got about the British Championship was on the 5th, and that was a Sunday. And that's a very odd time to be releasing an update. And as far as I'm aware, it was like in the small hours as well. It was like really late at night. Um, So that was an odd time to publish that. And then even on the 10th of February, I think it was late in the day when we finally got that announcement from RSPBA. So it was a very classic Friday news dump. Uh, So thank you to our weekly droner. I've now learnt something new uh, about uh, a political tactic, I guess, uh, where you can dump bad news and then run away from any media scrutiny, I guess. Uh, So... Yeah, that call for the resignations of the board of directors is not unique to that weekly droner, I have to say. Uh, We have had quite a dose of correspondence in from folk who are calling for such a thing. Now, whether this actually happens or not, don't know. But I have to say, we have an upcoming annual general meeting of RSPBA headquarters in the works. We're aware that it's, it's scheduled, it's ready to happen... And we dare say some fireworks will fly at this one. Uh, We are expecting to see people voted into new positions that we weren't expecting. And also, we'll probably see a lot of the same people in the same posts for yet another year. And in light of this recent debacle with the British Championships, will we see any changes? I don't know. Yeah, I hope so, by going in the feeling of what's happening in the competitive piping scene at the moment. So many people are angry about this. Now, reading the statement that we got from RSPBA on the 10th of February, uh, we'll talk more about that, of course, and watch the crack in the news and updates and everything. But the overwhelming feeling at the moment that we're receiving from Big Rab Show is that of anger from the piping scene. So that's our two weekly drones this week. Uh, Again, people being very cutting and all of that, and angry, I think is the overwhelming feeling here from Weekly Drone. Uh, so if you do, again, have your own Weekly Drone, then do please send them in to us. Any thoughts or feelings at all about all of this situation, or anything else we've talked on the podcast, then please do. Go along to our website, thebigrabshow.com, and there's a big button right at the top of the website uh, called Weekly Drone, where you can tell us all of your thoughts completely anonymously. There you are. Well, that's it for the weekly drone and all of that. I think it's time for us to get on with the rest of the show then, shouldn't we?
Do you wish piping could be fun again? Bagpipers around the world continue to struggle with their instrument, despite hours of hard work trying to get better. Bagpiping should be fulfilling. Your hard work should pay off, showing improvement and the freedom to express yourself musically. Or why do it? The Dojo University believe every piper should be able to free themselves from musical frustration, proven over more than a decade of successful teaching and accessible anywhere with an internet connection. The Dojo is unlike any other bagpipe learning experience in the world. Let the Dojo channel your enthusiasm into a fun and fulfilling program that will empower you with the knowledge to fall in love with piping all over again. So go to dojouniversity.com forward slash big grab and take advantage of our 30-day free trial of Dojo Premium Membership. Join the global community of students today and rediscover the fun of bagpiping. dojouniversity.com forward slash big grab for a 30-day free trial. What's the crack this week? Rob, what's the crack this week? Hi, Rob. What's the crack this week? Rob, 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 what's the crack this week? Hey, Rob, what's the crack this week? Well, the crack this week is it's the All Ireland solos this weekend. I'm really looking forward to that. Listen to Garvey High School will be packed full of all sorts of piping and drumming this weekend. Really excited for the All-Irelands. But this past weekend, of course, seen the Leinster solo piping competition as well. Uh, piping and drumming. So, yeah, we'll talk all about the results from that as well. Lots of great piping action happening there. We got an announcement from Police Scotland Fife saying that they have some new drums on the way. And we'll talk about those. There was the announcement of a brand new folk festival in air in Scotland. With a lot of big piping acts going to be appearing at that. Uh, yeah, we'll talk more about that, of course. And we've got a couple of brand new album releases coming from the Celtic and folk scene that should definitely draw your attention. Uh, so yeah, we'll talk about that in all of the news and updates, I guess. Plenty happening this week. <laughs> McLennan Bagpipes by North Carolina artisan instrument maker Roddy McLennan from Euston, Scotland. Proud supplier of bagpipes, small pipes and chanters to Ali the Piper. One-of-a-kind instruments, crafted from the finest materials, using traditional skills for more than 30 years. Attention to detail and dedication to the highest standards of quality guarantee you a bagpipe which is more than just a musical instrument, but also a work of art. Custom made for you in a variety of wood with the widest range of profiles in the industry. Repair, restoration, replacement, refurbishment services also available. Check out bespokebagpipes.com for more information. McLennan Bagpipes. Born in Scotland, made in the USA. Yes, indeed. Time for all of the news and updates. So let's get into these stories all good and proper. First of all, we're going to kick off with, of course, that big announcement from RSPBA about the official cancellation of the British Championships. Yes, we kind of predicted it in last week's episode that their idea of running it at local competitions or minors 
was kind of impractical. We didn't think it would work very well, and the statement does talk about this. The statement itself, however, is two very short paragraphs, and that's all we've got, (laughs) you know? So let's read it in full then, shall we? And not take long. It's a following consideration of extensive feedback from RSPBA branches, individuals, and existing event promoters, a viable solution to spread the championship grades across the minor competitions cannot be found. That's what we said. Yep. Uh, Moving on. This is primarily due to the substantial knock-on effects to already established local events. That's what we said. Yep, we said that too. Moving on. Uh, The board of directors shared the disappointment of the membership in being unable to find a solution and are now working on securing promoters and venues for the 2024 season and beyond. That was it. Yep, that came from the chairman, Kevin Riley, of course. And that's it. You get two paragraphs. After all of what we talked about on last week's episode, we get two short paragraphs. Late on a Friday afternoon, and then, yeah, the the frenzy happened again on social media. It was just a blaze, I guess. And that's when ourselves and Rab Show started getting tons of emails in. And, uh, yeah, we noticed that our episode last week was possibly one of our most listened to for the month of February so far. <laughs> yeah, and we got quite a huge jump in numbers. People seem to have been sharing our episode out there, telling their mates to listen to it and stuff. And, yeah, we got a lot of correspondence in from folks saying, Rab, you're talking sense, by." That's perfect good to you. A lot of people are saying that this was great. And, you know, we're talking a pile of sense, I guess. Uh, but, yeah, this two-paragraph uh, announcement we got from RSPBA, I'm sorry, folks, I'm disappointed. I, I was expecting a little bit more by way of explanation. Um, you know, to have the cancellation of such a huge major like this is bitterly disappointing for everyone involved. And to get, I don't know, five sentences, five lines even, yeah, I don't know. It's just not not good communication, in my opinion. So our, ourselves on the Big Rab Show team, we thought, right, we're going to try and get the message from the board of directors themselves, and we'll reach out to them. Uh, so we have. We've been in contact with the you know, association's headquarters now for a good number of days, trying to organize something to try and get someone from the board of directors to talk to us. And so far, we've had no response. Uh, we've had acknowledgements to your email to say, thanks, Rob, we've got your email, we'll get back to you. Uh, and even on the telephone as well, thanks, Rob, yeah, but we need that submitted to us in writing. I've already done that. Uh, well, right, we'll get back to you then. Um, so that that's where we are. <laughs> we've been trying. We have been trying, folks. Now, if you are interested, however, you can go over to the website pipingpress.com, where they seem to have an exclusive interview Uh, with the RSPBA chairman. Now, this is interesting. We have mentioned about this website before, sometimes being not the best source of information in the piping scene, uh, but we do know that they are seen as kind of the, I don't know, the media wing of the RSPBA, I guess, um, because a lot of statements and things seem to be released through Pipe and Press that aren't available to any other uh, media outlet. Um, So, there you are. So, the... RSPBA chairman Kevin Riley responded to criticism of the association over the cancellation of the summer's British Pipe Band Championship. And, yeah, there's a lot in here. Now, I would urge you to go and read the article yourselves. Um, I have to say, 
does make for some very interesting reading. And I'm not going to quote directly from the article. Again, I'm going to use our catchphrase here, draw your own conclusions. Uh, But a lot of this seems to have been poured over for a long time. You know, this seems to be extremely well written and very heavily considered. Uh, So, yeah, I'll look at the closing paragraph. All right. You can read the entire thing, but I'll look at the closing paragraph, and I quote, In closing, I would like to thank everyone for their understanding and what has been a very difficult time for the association. It is a setback. Of that, there can be no doubt. But we must not let it cloud our approach or enthusiasm for what I'm sure will be a very enjoyable and successful 2023 season. Full stop. That's it. And uh, it's a setback. Aye. You could say that. You could. And you'd be right in saying that. You could use other words too. Uh, but they, I'm yeah, I'm not going to start casting aspersions. My own opinion on this. I know I've been criticised for not giving my opinions on this before. My opinion on Pipe and Press. Yeah, you can see this website as kind of a media outlet for the RSPBA officially uh, because they seem to be the only ones who have access to such interviews. Uh, We have reached out to Kevin Riley and to other folks there at RSPBA but of course all interview requests have been refused up until now. So hey, I don't know, we'll have to wait and see. So go along, pipeandpress.com, have a read at that article, do draw your own conclusions Uh, but yeah, as you heard from that quote there from the final paragraph, Mm, that tells you the direction of travel. Uh, they're calling this situation of the cancellation of a major a setback. And I'll leave that there. All right, let's get on to some happy news, Rab. Uh, away from all of this depressing stuff and the cancellation. Uh, well, here, just to say, I'll wrap it all up in a nice wee bow for you. We're now not going to have five majors this season. We're having four. Now, yeah, in this article, they talk about how the calculation for the Champion of Champions will be carried out. It'll not be carried out over five majors. It'll be a total of the four. Now, Kevin does talk about whether this does this lessen, you know, d- does this, you know, lessen the award of Champion of Champions because you didn't have to win five majors, you had to, like, win four. Mm, I don't know. He talks about this, about this possibly being devalued as a result for having, you know, one less major. That's an interesting discussion. Go and have a look at that. Uh, but you can see Kevin's opinions on that yourself and draw your own conclusions. But yeah, we have four majors in the calendar. We have the UK's in Lurgan in Northern Ireland, June 10th. That's our first major in the calendar, June 10th. Uh, then we're heading to Aberdeen for the Europeans, June 24th. Then we have the Scottish and Dumbarton on July 29th. Then, of course, we have the big in the Worlds, which is the 18th and 19th of August. There you are. Alrighty, so I think we actually talk about the Euros in our interview later on with Peter and Davy about Aberdeen and everything. So yeah, we'll talk about that later. But there you go, just to let you know, we have four majors in the calendar and that's where we're at at the minute. Alright, let's move on. Move on away from this. Uh, We've talked enough about all of this situation. But of course, if you guys have any opinions, you can always email us in bigrabshow at gmail.com. Alright. Let's talk about some upcoming new releases happening in the Celtic and folk music scene. There's a lot of great bagpipe and action coming over the next few months from a lot of our composers and musicians in the Celtic and folk scene. Uh, I have to give a shout out to Malin Mix Music, who has a brand new album. It's going to be released in March 3rd. It's available for pre-order right now. You can go to Bandcamp. Uh, just type it in, Malin Mix Music. And the album is called 
not for everyone. Now, if if you pre-order the album, you I think you get、uh, the first track of it. It's called Trans, and then you have I think a further two called The Tunnel, and the next one's called A Clearing. All of this type of stuff. So you do get some pre-release tracks if you do manage to pre-order the album now. So you can go and check that out. So a lot of great blistering music going to be had there. So shout out to Malin Mix Music and this upcoming album, March third. Looking forward to that. Okay, well, yeah, I have I mentioned this on the show before. We've been plugging it on Fuse FM now for a while, and we've been playing the pre-release tracks from it. And you folks seem to love it. If you haven't checked it out yet, it's the brand new album. That's coming out from Rora. It's called Dusk Moon. It's going to be released on March seventeenth, so St. Patrick's Day.、Uh, so yeah, you can get it now for pre-order. You can get a digital album, or you can get the old school CD in the post.、Uh, but either way, you're going to want to get this in your collection. They have two pre-release tracks available called Journeys Home, and the other one's called Think of Today. But and trust me, both of them are absolutely thump. Thumping, they're they're so good. We've been playing them on Fuse now each week, and yeah, each time we play the track, people are texting in going, "What's that?" So yeah, that was Rora and their upcoming album, Dusk Moon. I'm very excited for that. So that's available now for pre-order on the band's website or Bandcamp. Again,、uh, yeah, available March seventeenth, but available for pre-order now. Okay, our last new release that's happening.、I、have to give a shout out to Ascent and their brand new album、uh, called "Where From Here." Now, if anything, I think the last time we got an album from them was way back in 2018. That's a while ago, so it's brilliant to see the folks at Ascent back again, and yeah, the fact that they're working on another new album, and it's going to be out in the next few weeks, I suppose. Yeah, February twenty fourth to be precise.、And、it is available now for pre order. Again, you can go to ascentmusic dot com and you can go and pre order their upcoming new release. Again, you do get a pre release track, which I think has been a single. It's been out for a wee while now. It's called the New Normal. Of course, talking about post COVID and everything, so yeah, it's going to be a cracking album. Lots of great blister and bagpiping on there, and、uh, yeah, no doubt we'll be thumping out tunes from that on our Fuse FM show now. For all of those albums and stuff that we've mentioned that are coming up,、uh, we do like to play a lot of new music on the Rab Show on Fuse. And if you folks out there are aware of any new releases and bands that we should be covering, then please do message us in、uh, our email address. Is always possibly the best way to get a hold of us. And、uh, yeah, we always love to hear about new music being released, and then we can play it on the radio. You know. So, aye, let us know if you're aware of any new releases and bands we should be paying attention to. And then I give us a shout, bigrabshow at gmail dot com. Alrighty, now I have very sketchy information on this, and I'm kind of hesitant to talk about it on this week's podcast. But I've been seeing like little updates from people saying that they're now currently in Frankfurt in Germany, helping the National Youth Pipe Band of Germany. Now I wasn't aware that there was a National Youth Pipe Band of Germany. Uh, but I've seen lo- like loads of folks are heading out there at the moment and helping with their education of those youngsters.、Uh, Ross Miller was one of them, and it, yeah, there's plenty of others involved as well. I know I'm name dropping now,、uh, but if anyone out there is aware of what's going on there with the National Youth Pipe Band of Germany, then please do let us know.、Uh, we we are aware that there's quite a huge piping scene in Germany, believe it or not. And、uh, yeah, this National Youth Pipe Band was a new development, a story perhaps that I've managed to miss, and、uh, I wasn't aware that there was one established or who's behind it or 
Yeah, even how many members do they have? Are there any concerts or performances coming up? Anything like that. So if you do happen to have any info on the National Youth Pipe Band of Germany, then please do get in contact with us. We would love to hear more about this. Uh, but yeah, to everyone who's been posting little social media updates and stuff to say, Hey, I'm in Frankfurt and I'm teaching a load of kiddos. Uh, well, yeah, let us know more about this incredible project. We'd definitely like to know more about this. All right. Okay, I did promise you a brand new festival that put out the announcement in air, and this is called Fresh Air Folk Festival. It's pretty, pretty clever name, there you go. Uh, but yeah, there's some big names playing at this. We have bands such as Talisk, Nos is going to be playing, we have the Canaris Quintet, Manran will be there. Oh, and then we have Blazing Fiddles, Siobhan Miller, Project Smock, of course, will be there as well. Oh, yeah, this is shaping up to be quite a huge festival for folk and Celtic fans. And so, yeah, get this date in your diary. I know I should have mentioned it in dates for your diary, uh, but this is the 11th to 13th of August. There you are. So what would have been possibly World's Weekend uh, but had to be rescheduled due to a, a bicycle thing. Uh, so, yeah, if you do still want some piping action, and this is of a Celtic or folk action, then, yeah, consider that, the Fresh Air Folk Festival. For full information, go to freshairfolkfest.com, and you can check out all your tickets and stuff there. There you are. I have to give a mention this week to Stephen Shedden. Yeah, Stephen is back again in front of the camera thumping out the big tunes. Now, if anything, this past week, he's released a video of uh, his version of Stuken. Now, we've played that countless times on the rab show and uh yeah Stephen has a drum score for it and he's actually released it where you can go and watch Stephen playing it of course but also then he's released the sheet music for it as well so if you are interested in learning his drum score for that tune Stukan, then there you go go along and check it out so uh yeah shout out to Stephen Shedden drumming go along and check out all of his socials he's published it everywhere and uh yeah you can download a free pdf right from Stephen's website so a lot of great drumming action to be had there I've had a look at it myself. Now, I can't really read snare drum score too well, but tried following Stephen's hands. Practically impossible. Uh, But I'll try. I'll try. I'll give it a go. (laughs) But good luck to anyone. Uh, That that seems to be quite a complicated score, but definitely sounds great. Uh, So there you go. Shout out to Stephen Shedden. uh, Tearing it up again on his axial snare drum. Brilliant to see. Great stuff. So just at the point of recording this week's podcast, I have to give a shout out to the Blackthorn Piping Society, who uh, just a few days ago managed to announce their Blackthorn Piper of this month, uh, who was, of course, Alistair Donaghy of Field Marshal Montgomery. Yeah, now he joined Field Marshal all the way back in 2016 and has been there since and, yeah, has won plenty of prizes along the way. So really looking forward to seeing him treading the boards tonight, actually, as I'm recording this at the Blackthorn Piping Society. Uh, So no doubt we'll have shared out some of those performances as they happen. Uh, But, yeah, shout out to Alistair. Looking forward to seeing you at the Blackthorn there, mate. And, yeah, expecting to see plenty of great tunes being played there in Belfast. Indeed. I know I've mentioned this in previous Rab Show podcasts, but they are continuing to churn out the the goodness here. I have to give a shout out to the National Piping Centre and their initiative, Pipes Out 23. It's still rolling on. Each and every day, there's a brand new video on another topic, and there's tons of them. And you know the beauty of these is, is if you do happen to miss it live on the day... 
you can actually go back and rewatch them again because they're uploading them to YouTube as well. So if you aren't following the National Piping Centre on YouTube, you're missing a trick. Uh, so go along, National Piping Centre on YouTube, and they're also across all of the rest of their socials, and check out PipesOut23, which is the hashtag. I think it's going to be an entire playlist all the days of February. Uh, if you do happen to miss, you can go back and watch each video in turn, and a lot of them are really valuable. They talk about playing technique and tuning and learning and... Oh, maintenance and all sorts of stuff. It's really, really interesting. So go along, check it out. A lot of great stuff happening there from the National Piping Centre and this initiative, hashtag PipesOut23. Really, really cool stuff. So yeah, fantastic to see. I have to give a mention to Auckland and District Pipe Band who were competing at the Peora Highland Games there this past weekend. And uh, yeah, their Grade 3 band and their Grade 1 band in action, I have to say, sounded Fantastic. Now, this is, of course, warming up for the Nationals, which will be happening in a few weeks. Uh, yeah, Auckland are sounding really strong. So, shout out to everyone there at Auckland District. Just wanted to give you a mention on the pod this week. And, uh, yeah, they've shared out performances and little clips and stuff of what they were up to at the Peora Games. Uh, yeah, thoroughly enjoyed it. So, keep up the great work there. Everyone there at Auckland District, yeah, that's going the right direction. <laughs> the bands are sounding sharp, folks. Really good. Uh, so, yeah, can't wait to see you on the grass at Nationals. That's going to be really enjoyable. Great stuff. Now, I did mention earlier that we got an announcement from uh, Five Police Pipe Band and that they're getting brand new drums, but I did keep it quiet as to who they were from. Well, as you guys know, Police Scotland Fife have been sponsored uh, by Premier Percussion over this last few years. And, as a result, that is continuing. So this year, they're getting a brand new set of Premier drums, and uh, the finish of which we're looking forward to seeing. Now, we do know that they've received nominations in the past for Coolest Drums in the Big Rab Show Awards, so these drums look pretty cool, to be honest. So, yeah, looking forward to seeing the finishes of these brand new sets of drums uh, by Five Police Pipe Band, and uh, hopefully we will see those photographs and whatnot on their socials in the near future. Yeah, so... There you are. There was rumours flying around that they could be changing brands to either Andante or British Drumco or to other different brands. Uh, but yes, we got the announcement saying that they're sticking with Premier. Uh, their yeah, their sponsorship is continuing with Premier Percussion. So there you are. A full new set of Premier drums going there to the Fife Police. And I, yeah, I'm really looking forward to seeing what they look like. There you are. All right. Now, I did mention that there was a solo competition held this past weekend there, the Leinster Solo Piping and Drumming Competition there in Rush. And looking at the prize winners here, it seemed to be pretty well attended. Now, I have to give a specific shout-out to a few grades here. Uh, the under-16 piping, uh, shout-out to Sam Purvis from Tully Lagan. Go on, Sam! You! Sam picked up first place and in second place in under 16 went to William McFarland there at Tully Lagan as well. Uh, he made the journey all the way down there to Rush. Uh, but yeah, shout out to a lot of the other grades as well. The A grade piping uh, was lifted by Alan Tully. Of, of, of course, of St. Lawrence at all. Don't even need to mention him. We also had Chris Earls from St. Lawrence. Uh, Alexander Scruggle, of course. St. Lawrence. Uh, so, yeah, I think everyone in that top three there was all from St. Lawrence. Uh, same for the open piping as well. Uh, we had Alan Tully, Chris Earls, and Alexander Skurgle as well. So, the, the, there you go. Yeah, for all those guys from St. Lawrence all picking up the top prizes there at the Leinster Solos. This is proving to be quite a good warm-up, I suppose, for this upcoming weekend, the All-Ireland Solos. Now, if you are interested, of course, the draw and everything for that is up now on the RSPBA Northern Ireland website, as far as I'm aware. You can go and check all of that out at, at your leisure. So, looking forward to it. Listen to Garvey High School this weekend is going to be packed, I have no doubt, uh, because this is a competition that has been rescheduled. Uh, because last year, of course, we got the announcement 
saying that they were being rescheduled for reasons beyond their control. Uh, but they weren't cancelled they were rescheduled. Uh, so go along, rspbani.org. You can check out all the details for this upcoming competition. Yeah, I'm, I, what's not to say about this? It's the return of the All-Ireland Solos. So, yeah, you're going to want to get through the door. Trust me on this. So there you go, rspbani.org, and you can check out all those details. Now, for those of you who are following myself on social media and all the rest, then you know that I'm a presenter on an Ulster Scots radio show here on BBC Radio Ulster called Kintra. Well, this past week I had quite an interesting interview on the Kintra show with Margaret Hill. Now, you might remember that I talked about this in a previous Rab Show podcast that Margaret had been appointed as the full-time bagpipe tutor in the Northwest with the Brady Ulster Scots Association. Well, on this week's episode of Kintra, I managed to catch up with Margaret and we talked all about her new position and everything so if you do want to check out that interview with margaret you can just go along into the uh, bbc sounds app and look for kintra and you can check out that interview that i had with margaret hill so yeah thank you margaret for taking time to chat with me and uh, yeah it's great to talk about piping and drumming in the northwest brilliant stuff I have to give a shout out this week to McClellan Bagpipes, who had quite an exciting visit to their brand new digs there in Zebulon. Yeah, they and well, they had the pleasure and company of Congresswoman Deborah Ross, who managed to visit the shop. And uh, yeah, they were surrounded by all sorts of local elected officials and stuff, and it was all very formal and stuff. Yeah, it looked really cool. And I'll be honest, when in the photographs and stuff, she kind of looked a bit bewildered. What? What is this? The bagpipes? What? Uh, but still very cool to see that a congresswoman is uh, meeting a local business such as McLennan and uh, showing support. for That's just fantastic to see. So there you are. A small town business owner getting a visit from a congresswoman. There you are. So shout out to Deborah Ross. There you are. But, yeah. Fair play. <laughs> I have to briefly mention on the show by way of announcement that the new Ross and District Pipe Band put it out on their socials uh, just yesterday uh, that they're heading to the Lorient Festival. Yeah, the uh, Interceltic de Lorient in Brittany and France. They're heading there to represent Ireland. Yeah. Hey, what's not to love? I would, uh, Yeah, I would love to get to this festival. Uh, so, yeah, that's definitely on the bucket list, I think. So, yeah, they're heading to Interceltic de Lorient. If you like my French accent. And that's from the 4th to the 13th of August. And yeah, shout out to New Ross and District. Yeah, fantastic band to be representing Ireland. It's a, I wish you the best, folks. I'm incredibly jealous. But yeah, have the best time. I have no doubt that you'll really enjoy it there, for sure. All right. Let's move on. I have to give a shout out to the Royal Borough of Stirling Pipe Band who are selling their full set of old Andante drums. Now, this includes the harnesses as well. So they, they use the TGE harnesses, of course. Uh, so you have six Andante snare drums with the harnesses and you'll have seven Andante tenors and a bass drum all available. And now the band would like to sell them as one full set. However, they can make arrangements for smaller uh, you know, arrangements if you do, you know, if you haven't got a, a drum core but needing six snares. Uh, so, yeah, for more information, of course, you can contact ourselves here on The Big Rab Show or you can reach out to the Royal Borough of Sterling Pipe Band Direct on their socials, of course, as well. Uh, so, yeah, a full set of Andante snares, tenors and bass all for sale. So if you are interested, then you can contact them. There you are. Well, I think that's pretty much it for all of the news and updates now at this point. But I know it's not news and it's not an update. It's not even piping related for that matter. But uh, yeah, Kansas City Chiefs managed to lift the Super Bowl. Yay! Now, you know I'm an NFL fan. And for everyone who knows me well enough, you know uh, I'm a Buffalo Bills fan. And yeah, we got put out of the playoffs and didn't make it to the Super Bowl. So, yeah... 
I, I, I watched the game. I did watch it. It was a very competitive game, if you're an NFL fan at all. It was very exciting, you know, that was at a draw at one stage, and then it was like a fight to the finish. And it was good. Both teams fought for it, you know, and Kansas City came out on top. Uh, so, of course, the first tune that we had to publish on our social media was Fred Morrison and the Kansas City Hornpipe. You know, it had to be done. <laughs> but hey, I just wanted to mention it in this week's pod uh, because of everyone who was messaging me backwards and forwards over Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, yeah, asking me, am I watching the game? Do I have a Super Bowl party at the house and everything? And uh, it was me, uh, three or four big cups of tea, rounds of toast, and uh, uh, maybe a few beers as well. But yeah, that's it. That was my Super Bowl Sunday. Thoroughly enjoyed the game. It's a shame that the Bills weren't there, but hey, you never know building for next season it might be a Bills Super Bowl and if it is then I might retire from Rab Show and be a full-time Bills Mafia there you go (laughs) okay we all have our hobbies don't we (laughs) but yeah congratulations to Kansas City uh, champions again they are (laughs) all right well enough about NFL let's move on shall we yeah let's get into this week's uh, dates for your diary Wallace Bagpipes. Quality, pride and passion. Made in Scotland. Proud bagpipe supplier to the Red Hot Chili Pipers. Visit wallacebagpipes.com for more information or contact your nearest dealer. It's time for Dates for Your Diary, here on the Big Rap Show Podcast. Yes, indeed. Time for Dates for Your Diary. So, pens and paper at the ready, of course. We've been talking about it already. The All-Ireland Solos are this weekend. Listen to Garvey High School, and we have grades all the way from beginner chanter all the way up to open and advanced and all the rest. You can go check out all those details, as we mentioned in our news and updates. Go and check all of that out, rspbani.org. Full information is published there. If you are going to compete at the All-Ireland Solos this weekend, we wish you the very best. Have a good tune. Remember your parts and, yeah, just enjoy it. Enjoy it, yeah. Uh, So, right, that's it. All-Ireland Solos this weekend, February 18th in Listener Garvey High School. Moving on, of course, we have the Piping Hot Summer Drummer. It's about to open its doors, 23rd to the 26th of February. Uh, For more information on that, including all of your alumni and what you can expect to learn at this event, uh, you can go and check them out on their social media. So there you are, Piping Hot Summer Drummer, just around the corner, 23rd to the 26th of February. Right. And of course, yeah, we've been mentioning it now for quite a while over on Fuse FM. The Kids with Cancer Charity Night is just around the corner, the 4th of March, in the Royal Hotel in Cookstown. Of course, they'll be raising money for the Children's Cancer Unit there in the Royal Victoria Hospital in Belfast. Such acts will include Inverary and District and... Fred Morrison, amongst a host of others. So if you are interested in grabbing tickets for this, you can contact Gary Smith Direct, or you can contact us here on The Big Rab Show, and we'll do what we can to try and get you hooked up with tickets. Now, as far as I'm aware... Uh, tickets are kind of running a little bit low at this rate uh, because I say it's just around the corner 4th of March just a few weeks from now Kids with Cancer Charity Night shaping up to be quite a huge night of fundraising and blistering piping as well so get that date in your diary folks 4th of March alright 
Moving on is another little charity night we mentioned on last week's podcast. It is the uh, Night at the Races. Yeah, it's going to be a charity night in order to raise uh, money for the Headway Northern Ireland charity. This is a Brain Injury Association charity and it's all being done in loving memory of Mickey Daly. Yeah, so if you are interested, you can head along to the Glen Bar on the 24th of March there in Derry Stroke, Londonderry. And I think it's £10 a horse. And uh, if you win, you get a cash prize and stuff. And, of course, money on the night, as I mentioned, is all going to Headway. So, yeah, a night at the races and some much-needed charity fundraising there for Headway and uh, the Brain Injury Association. That's going to be a great night's crack there. There you are. And who knows, there might be the odd tune played on a set of pipes before the end of the night, I'm sure. There you are. So that's up in Derry there in the Glen Bar on the 24th of March. Another date for your diary there, folks. All right, now I did mention this on a previous uh, podcast Ruffo Pipe Band are having a tractor run a bit of a fundraiser for the band uh, so yeah if you want to help support Ruffo Pipe Band that's on the 1st of April you can go and check out all of their socials of course for all your information and how much you have to pay to have a tractor in the run uh, so yeah go along and check that out Ruffo Pipe Band doing a spot of fundraising now before we wrap up this week's uh, Dates for Your Diary, I have to give a shout out to the Bala Money Tattoo. Now, I think by all accounts, uh, this was to be taking place on the 31st of March and the 1st of April. I think the 31st of March is now sold out. Yeah. So the Bala Money Tattoo proving to be incredibly popular. If you are interested, of course, you can go and check us out in the Rab Show on our socials. We've been advertising this event now for a while, uh, but it seems to be that the Bala Money Tattoo is selling out really quickly. Uh, so if you do want to go along to that, it's a big charity tattoo. Definitely going to be worth your support. So that's happening 31st of March and the 1st of April. That's just around the corner too. So, yeah, seeing how the tickets are selling out early, that tells you the caliber of this event. Really looking forward to that. There you are. All right. So, folks, that's it for Dates for Your Diary. Uh, Pens and paper down now. Uh, (laughs) I should have a a spot quiz at the end of it. When is the Kids with Cancer night? That's right, teacher. It's the 4th of March. Uh, There you are. Right. Well done. You can sit down now. (laughs) Alrighty, folks. Right, the show's getting more and more random, uh, so let's bring it back into focus. Yeah, you guessed it. It's time for me to go and get a big cup of tea. It's time for the topic of the week. The British Drum Company is driven by their passion to create the finest marching drums for those who recognise and value the highest of standards. The Axial Series is the British Drum Company's flagship pipe band range. Axial's distinctive aesthetic owes much to its X-frame cage system. This futuristic hardware is designed to complement all of the amazing shell finishes on offer, such as the Phantom, Smoked Walnut, and the very popular Merlin finishes, of which there are three new additions for 2022, Platinum, Violet, and Emerald. The Basin Tenors now come with Georgian Oak Hoops, which feature their head stress management system and wide mass claws for all-round better tension across the heads. The British Drum Company's Axial Series is innovation defined, designed and engineered for you to look amazing, sound amazing and feel amazing. Ah, yes. Topic of the week time. And, yeah, you guessed it. By the title of this week's episode, you know exactly who we're going to be talking to. Yeah. 
Peter and Davy from Tartan Tunes. Now I've been following Tartan Tunes from the outset and I've been absolutely a fan of the show. And uh, yeah, you guys know we've spoke about it before in the show that we were nominated for a Scots Trad Award last year and we had the pleasure of hanging out with Peter and Davy at the Trad Awards. It was just the best time. Uh, so yeah, we're now taking the opportunity to catch up with the guys, hear more about the show and what the future holds for Tartan Tunes. So let's welcome Peter and Davy to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast, Davy and Peter from Tartan Chins. How are you, lads, as well? Fantastic. <laughs> the very best, thanks. Uh, well, if anything, I've been meaning to get you on the show since your nomination for the Scots Trad Awards. That was the... Uh, this... we, 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 we thought you were just running out of people to get on. No, no. <laughs> not at all. All right. <laughs> no, no, not at all. But if anything, we, I had the pleasure of hanging out with you guys at the Trad Awards this time. And man, what an experience. Davy, I have to say off the bat, man, thank you for being my personal tour guide around Dundee. That was an experience, That's man. That's all right. Hopefully you'll learn a few things. I learned a hell of a lot, actually. I didn't appreciate it, just how much cool stuff comes from Dundee. You wouldn't think it. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Yep. Davy, like Davy. Like the man himself, indeed. Well, yeah. Do you know you were you were really lucky, Rob? It was Davy that showed you around in the because if I'd showed you around, you wouldn't have learnt very much. Oh, is he right? <laughs> being, being from Shetland, I didn't know very much about Lindy at all. So. Oh, well, there you are. So, well, hey, by way of introduction, then I want to talk about tartan tunes. Then, so I'm going to start with yourself, David. You're no stranger to the show in the Rapture. We've had you here before, but do you want to yeah. give folks a wee bit of your background and your musical background then to tell us about yourself? So, my musical background is I am a piper and played in pipe bands for a long time, and I also play border pipes, small pipes, whistles, and a bit of everything else. To be fair. Um, mm. Yeah, so that's kind of that's kind of my musical ability in a nutshell. There you are, and Peter, what about yourself, then, man? Yeah, I, I, although I'm better known for playing accordion and things nowadays, I, I was a piper first, uh, and I, I learned the pipes there about the age of seven with a bigger pipe band, and then I played with Colburn pipe band, and then I done a season one year with Scottish Gas Caledonia when they were in the going grade one, and then there you go, and I moved north, and then I've been up in Shetland for oh, twenty six years or something like that. Uh, but I've played a, played accordion since a young age as well, and ended up teaching accordion in the schools up here for the last twenty years nearly, and uh, running one dance bands and all that kind of stuff. So. That's it. Yeah, well, I think you're both being very humble, if you don't mind me saying. You're both incredible musicians, by the way. So, for anyone out there who's listening right now and aren't aware of Peter and Davy, tell us about. Tartan Tunes, I'll throw this question to David first of all. How did Tartan Tunes come about? How did it start? It's probably best going to Peter for this one, to be fair, because he's uh, okay. one, of the, one of the starting points, yeah. I'll say, okay, well, go ahead. <laughs> well, David did join us fairly recently in the time, but it did start off when we started off Tartan Tunes. It was a lockdown project, hmm. but it came through a contact, a woman contacted us for Canada, and uh, she had uh, a station over there, and she wanted us to do uh, a Scottish programme. And there was myself and Paul Anderson, the fiddle player, mm. and uh, Ross McNaughton, the piper. Yes. And uh, the three of us done it to begin with, but Paul was too busy doing his own thing, so it ended up 
being Ross and me, and we were through her channel uh, for Canada. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we kind of, oh, it was getting really difficult to work it out. So uh, we decided to split off and do our own thing. And I said to Ross at that time, do you fancy keeping Tartan Tunes going? And we thought, ah, oh, well, I know, let's keep it going for a while and see what happens. And then Ross got himself too busy uh, doing all sorts of things. And uh, I thought, well, who are we going to have? And I hadn't met Davey before ever either. Uh, I'd never met Ross. I've still not met Ross in the flesh to this day. Wow, uh, we'd done the show for a wee while. And um, mm. we had Davey on as a guest, actually. And it was through uh, Davey that I brought out my first tune books uh, at the right. time. Because having that bit of time in COVID, as you know, everybody mm-hmm. started uh, becoming creative and bringing out things that they meant to do for years. So I said to Davey, and we, we, Davey got a book out. We had a book out with her about two two months or six weeks yeah, or so. Yeah, about that, yeah. Uh, volume one came out, and I had enough stuff to do about three volumes, so we done a hell of <laughs> But anyway, Davey made it very, very easy and done all the typeset and set it on and things. So uh, when it came that Ross said he was like leaving, we'd, we'd kind of built up a bit of a relationship, Davey and I, through the music and the books and things. And I thought, oh, wait a minute, this, we're looking for a replacement for Ross. So he was the first person I phoned, and fortunately he accepted the job, and it's been Davey and I ever since. So Davey and I, the majority of the time. Yeah. To be fair, Peter says I was the first person he contacted, but I think there's a long list before me. Oh, do you think so? Lots of goes, and then it's like... None, none of them offered any money, though. No, they die. No, that's absolutely genuinely true. What's the first on the list? So. Yeah. Oh, it was good. So, so, th- and my wife, Karen, had a lot to do with it in the beginning days she <laughs> set up all the media side and everyone she done all that side yeah. uh, we were and uh, when Davey came on Davey's got a bit of more kind of tech about him than uh, I had or Ross had Ross had less than me and uh, <laughs> but, but so uh, it was handy and so since then Davey's really kind of run that side and, because that's one of the things like I can appreciate the production value I know the work that goes into all of that but that that's something yeah. honestly that you folks actively work on is the production side of it yeah, yeah. so yeah. David does it take a lot of effort and stuff you know but the production of your you know live shows each week it's yeah it's incredible it takes a, a bit of um a bit of time because uh, sometimes we get guests on that are not tech savvy themselves mm, yeah so <laughs> as long as they can provide kind of a, a, a bio and a, a, and a photo that's all they really need and we can kind of go and troll facebook and youtube and up for videos because yeah. i think in the past 18 months of tartan tunes we've changed from be doing live performances on the mm-hmm. show to doing pre-recorded videos yeah. and we've been lucky enough for some of our guests have done videos specifically for the show yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So it's been, that's been really good. And then we've got other guests, like the, we've got a guest this weekend who's done music videos and live performances. So they've basically given us access to them to yeah. add on to our guests. They're, they're, um, yours, I, I think one of the things it was, it was far fairer to the uh, musicians and the guests mm-hmm. as well, because uh, sometimes the format we're using the platform, it couldn't really handle live. It was okay like us speaking and chatting just now, but it didn't like live music. It didn't like big frequencies. So if you got an instrument, say like a piano or a guitar that was bass and top, it just didn't like it. It compressed it all to bits and it made it sound terrible. So we really felt that wasn't fair on the guest. Whereas the pre-recorded video, 
you know what they're getting, we know what they're getting, and it goes out, and that's it, kind of style thing. So, because there's no way you'd want to bring someone on and not highlight the best in them, you know, that's just not the point. You know? Yeah. Oh, 100%. And uh, I'm glad you mentioned about working with musicians and being generally rubbish with technology. Yeah, it is difficult, you know, like even, you know, ourselves in producing these shows that we have our challenges too. So, yeah, that's good to hear for sure. Well, I suppose I suppose for anybody that's not seen our show, uh, the Tartan Tune show, the, the, the kind of basic format of it is that we take people on and interview them like we're doing just now. Yeah. Uh, but we're taking on musicians. Uh, it's obviously pipers included, pipers, drummers, um, but also accordionists, anything to do with folk music, basically, really, Scottish, Irish, whatever. Yeah. And and we intersperse the interview with the videos. But I think one of the things people have liked about it, you know, they, they've quite liked seeing the real side of people. Because uh, yeah. all they ever see is the musician standing in the pipe band circle or standing on the stage mm-hmm. uh, and when they find out that they, they kind of eat cornflakes just like the rest of us do and things like that <laughs> and, 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 unless you're Chris Armstrong of course he, he'll have some sort of kind of a la carte thing there going go. on yeah. you know, he'll a, have the a, chef a la carte black pudding and scallops for breakfast <laughs> but, uh, that's but, it but you know so it's yeah so it's, it's great fun doing that format Oh, it is. So, yeah, I'm absolutely a fan because one of my favorite shows, and I've actually watched it back a bunch of times now, is whenever you had Mark Saul on. Yeah. And like, there's a character that you hear very little about, and you, you've never really seen any interviews with him. And you guys had him on the show. And what yeah, a show sure. it was. It was amazing. Yeah, that, that, was, a, that was a really interesting one because with uh, Mark being in Melbourne in Australia, yeah. he was actually. I think it was seven in the morning. He was doing the show live with us. Wow! Yeah, um, and he was actually at work at the school, and he got oh, a phone right. call about three quarters of the way through from his boss, going, "Are you doing any work today?" <laughs> <laughs> so, I think his boss blocked him doing a podcast yeah. live. You know? <laughs> on that note, we're going to wrap this one up. Thank you. There you go. No, yeah. it, was a, it was a real good one. It, it, it was a real, real good one. And of course, Mark been such a prolific composer. Yeah. Uh, and I rattled a wee set of tunes together and done an arrangement and accordion that night. He always stuff. Oh, and brilliant. fired it on just to let him And he was kind of like, oh, well, it's great hearing the tunes. Because he's a very musical composer and piper, oh. obviously. He loves harmony and arrangement and all that kind of stuff. So. Absolutely. So for folks listening right now, we are a piping based podcast, but you guys cover everything in the trad and folk yeah. scene. Isn't that right? Yeah. We're not fussy. No, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> And but, but it was interesting what you said there. Just backtracking slightly about people not been kind of internet and uh, mm. techie savvy kind of way. There's yeah. a lot of guests, and I'm sure you've found this yourself as well. There's a lot of older guests that we'd love to get on these shows that would be mm. brilliant to hear their life stories. But they're just so frightened of this stuff that they're just like, "There's no way I'm going on it." And you'll know yourself. There's some pipers and drummers out there that you'd love to get a hold of, but they're like just like no. Oh, Mm-hmm. Oh, 100%, 100%. Uh, if you ask them to switch on a webcam or something, like, what's a webcam? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So th- well, the reason I was, I was asking you about covering the whole diaspora is that you guys feature a whole bunch of great blistering pipers, but you have some amazing like fiddle players, singers, mm-hmm. songwriters. Has mm-hmm. there been anyone really um, non-piping related that's really stood out to you as being quite an incredible guest? Oh yeah, there's too many. 
Loads. Mm. I think the most recent ones, I think, and Peter will probably agree with me, Erin Ray. Oh, yeah. Her, mm. Who was at the Trad Awards. She, she was yeah. on the Trad Awards, Bill, that night. Yeah. She's an amazing player. Amazing. And uh, Ryan Young. Just last week we had Ryan on the show. Just phenomenal player. Wow. There's so much emotion in his playing. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. So for and all the piping... Singers as well. A lot of the singers that come on, I'm really always quite surprised. Yeah. And the other one I've, I've really, really enjoyed is see when we have harpists on. It's amazing. Mm. See when you actually sit down and hear the harp and you hear it getting played really, really well. Mm. And uh, who was it we had on? Your friend, David, that played the harp. Rachel Hare. To teach in Holland. Rachel Rachel, Hare. Rachel. Rachel yeah. Hare. That was a stunning show that night. That was... That, that, it was just so nice hearing all this arrangements etc done on the harp and somebody playing the harp like properly it wasn't just like yeah. getting played sending you to heaven when you've coped kind of style <laughs> you know? yeah so, that, that's one of the things that I'm honestly a huge fan of the show for that reason is because you guys are really introducing me to more music than ordinarily I would listen to so for all the piping fans listening right now this kind of opens your doors to other things then really yeah and Bear in mind for your guys, for the viewers that you have, a lot of your music is pipe based. Oh, eh, whatever mm-hmm. instrument it's on, or vocals, or anything, a lot of this stuff goes back to the pipe and pipe tunes, and mm-hmm. and that pipe scale, etc., uh, etc. Et so a lot of stuff that you might go, oh wow, I never realised they played that in the accordion or whatever. I remember the night when Robert Matheson on. And mm. Robert was, uh, where did he come on from? Where was he again, David? Fort Aventura. Fort Aventura, yeah, I remember tuning in to listen to that. <laughs> <laughs> There's all these guys trying to get exotic uh, exotic on us now, aren't they? They're trying to join us. <laughs> but folk can't be all over, right enough, right enough. It's been good, it's been yeah. interesting. But when Robert was on, one of the big things he talked about was the accordion. He was a great fan of the accordion and loved the way uh, good players could play pipe marches and etc on the accordion because the yes. accordion has been a really expressive instrument mm-hmm. unlike the pipes when you're stuck with one volume you're stuck with one sound that's it he, yeah <laughs> he, he labeled quite a few of the accordion players he'd heard and said how he quite often would say to the boys in the band even you know i need you to play the two four like this i need you to get this feeling into it yeah. But that's always obviously really difficult. But you can do it in the box because you, you're pulling and your volume's going up and down and whatever. But he, he was really into that kind of sound. And I, I loved the fact with Robert that night when he told us he actually wanted to be a drummer. That was what really... I know. I, I remember him saying that. I was really yeah. kind of blown over, thinking, wow, yeah. this is this yeah. incredible pipe major and in the, the same, wanting to be a drummer. Yeah, and the fact he said he had only played in two bands for most of his life. You yeah. know, that, that's amazing, you know, because... Uh, because that was one of my huge influences, Paul Kemet, when I heard their records to begin yeah. with. Oh, Paul Kemet band at that time were honestly ahead yeah. of their time. I still play their recordings today on the radio, you know, that honestly streets ahead of where they were at the time. So their music still stands up. And I think I'm finding that a lot now. Like I'm delving back through the archives. Like just today, I was listening to a bunch of recordings from the early 80s. And a lot of those bands were just mad. Like some of the standard was amazing. Yeah, some great stuff going on. There's some great, Absolutely. great stuff. I mean, you take it back to Dice Up and people like that, and uh, yeah, and there was some great stuff. There was some really inventive stuff in Jim King's days going on and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, I, I mean, that's what got me really interested. I think that was the 
you know the big crescendo rolls that they do in slow airs and that and I remember mm-hmm. Dysart, that was one of the first times I ever heard it way back in whatever, 78 or 76, and I remember the band yeah. doing it in the middle of a meadow. That's when meadows started with like a march and ended with a 3-4 march. And That's right, yeah, yeah. That, that strange structure, yeah. Um, if, if anything, David, I'm going to ask you about this, mate. Have you seen the 70s tribute band? Have you seen that performance that happened at the Worlds last year? I did, yeah. yeah. What do you think of it? I feel that it was underrated. Yeah, I agree. I I, th- I yeah. think it could have done, it's the sort of thing that should have really been done at Piping Live rather than the Worlds. Yeah. Oh, it could have been a full um, concert. Absolutely. Yeah, well, exactly, yeah. yeah. But I think the, 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 the sentiment was there and it did what it had to do, hmm. kind of focusing on the, the style of the, the 70s and the tuning of the 70s and things like that. It was... It would be nice if they'd used uh, period chanters uh, rather that's than true. modified McCallums. Yeah. But yeah. then again, uh, yeah. reads to sort it. <laughs> I thought that was stunning. I loved it. I loved it. See when they were marching in and they were playing, was it Colin Bay? Colin Bay. The Colin Bay, yeah. Colin Bay. And you were like, wow. And I can nearly remember all this stuff, by the way. I can remember chanters when they were flat like that. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it's all right, you know. But, I know. Yeah. It's but uh, yeah, it was fantastic to hear that. Really musical medley again mm-hmm. as well. And mm. I think some bands are coming back to that a wee bit again. They're starting to get kind of musical melodies in there and building the structure after that again sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. I think that band has started a huge conversation now in the scene yeah. and I think we'll see a lot of bands perhaps go in that direction. You never yeah. know. You never know. So speaking of directions and everything, I have to ask you guys, two-time nominees for the Scots Trad Music Awards. That's yeah. a, a, was that a direction you ever seen the show going in? Did you ever expect the, the nominations to come your road? Hey, always, always the bridesmaid and never the bride, eh? <laughs> that uh, well, that's true. That yeah. <laughs> it's interesting. I, I I'd been nominated quite a few times for different bits and bobs. I was mm. nominated for musician of the year three years ago, right. but I was a bride, bridesmaid again. So, <laughs> um, but it's interesting. I did win it with a dance band one in the third year or the second year of the competition or something. Right there, you go. Yeah. A long time. No, to, to ask the question, we never went out for kind of kudos from our peers right now. We did it because we wanted to do it and we wanted to promote yeah. the musicians and kind of give them another platform to push themselves. Like we've had um artists like Iona Fife, um mm, Ali yeah. Hutton, um Keir Milne, touched the top of my head, and some kind of stalwarts like like Barbara Dimmock who's who was singing in the seventies, the eighties. Yeah. And they all said the same thing. It's all allow them to reach a different audience and that's what it's all been about is reaching a different audience and basically passing the music on because without that their music will die uh, one, one guest that was on as well that was really interesting on the piping front as well was but not a piper himself was mick mcneil who was the keyboard player with simple oh, mind right, and yes. mick came on and mick's a, a, a great pal with uh, duncan nicholson uh, oh. And when Strath, you know, Glasgow Police, what were they at that point? Whatever they were at that point. Glasgow Police, Greater Glasgow Police. Well, the Greater Glasgow Police at that point, yeah. whatever they were. 
<laughs> uh, when they done their concert, the Polis. Let's just call them the. Let's call them the Polis. Aye, that's it. Uh, when the Polis did the, that concert, at the time and Mick was involved with the concert, then the keyboards were the one on it. So we said, right, wait a minute, Mick, you come on the show. And he came on the show, but one really interesting thing, right, was when he sat down, you can scan back and see all these shows. They're all on YouTube. The whole lot's there, yeah. so you can go back and watch them. But he was telling us about writing the Simple Mind songs. And loads of the riffs are written round pipe music for Simple Minds. And right. loads of reverb on. And he broke down one sitting with his accordion, he picked the accordion up because he was an accordionist first, you see. Yeah, yeah. And he picked the accordion up and he played this da 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 and it was almost like cantina. And then mm -hmm. he said, but this one was in such and such. And as soon as he played it, he went, oh my God, that's in this. Right enough. And, it, and, and it's a it's a bit of Paddy's leather britches, the, the jig, da ba da 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 ba da da And it's in a Simple Mind song. So... It was wow. really interesting to hear all that stuff. So. That's amazing. So, yeah, they're yeah. pilfering from the trad and folk scene into the popular music <laughs> scene then. Yeah. 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 Piping's behind a lot, you know. <laughs> <laughs> they are. So, uh, lads, I have to say, it was an absolute pleasure being there with you at the Trad Awards. And I think we were, I was very much rabbit in the headlights. Both me and Deej had not a clue what was going on. Uh, but it was great to be, you know, to hang out with you folks and, uh, Full disclosure for folk listening now, we actually went out for a bit of a feed together uh, uh, yes. before yep. we ended the, the yeah. thing. That was a lot of fun, actually. And we, we actually we, we actually thought you were going to win this section because you were closer yeah, to no. the stage than us. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, I said, we both said that, myself and Peter, um, that we didn't think that we had the biggest reach in the in the category. Yeah. Um, and, and the only reason for that is because you had... You were in the you were nominated as well, and you you've got a bigger reach than us, especially the the North America and things like that, and the yeah. Australia. We we don't have that in the from the piping world um, mm. yet. Um, yet, but, that's what I was going to say. Yet they'll be all checking and, you and out then, now. <laughs> and then we get beaten by a, a film that maybe only fifty people have seen. That, that was weird. I still haven't found this. Uh, the, mm. the The winner that won it, by the way, was a documentary film for the band Sugar Nifty. Not right. Yeah, uh, that's correct. Yeah. So I have still been searching for it, lads. I still haven't been able to to turn it up well, anywhere. Bizarrely enough, I heard on the radio the other day that it's going to be featured. This film's going to be featured somewhere, so oh. it would appear they've won the award before it's been featured anywhere. So. Wow. Well, hey, there you go. I must be blinking good in that case. Then, yeah, I'm going to have to see oh. this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Our <laughs> chance of a Golden Globe's gone again. No, it is. I. Oh, well. There's sure. always next year. There is. There's always next year. Uh, so, speaking of which, then, what does the future hold for you lads then, rolling into 2023? I know we've got a big piping season ahead of us, but if you guys, I'm sure you're going to have a real busy time rolling into this year. Yeah, well, yeah, there's a lot on already, isn't there? Yeah, we're, we're already booking guests into, into, into April. April. Um, yeah. And a lot of a lot of what we're doing now is on the back of Celtic Connections. Um, yes. And at the the fact we were at the, obviously the Trad Awards, a lot more of the, the let's say the more well Kent um, names are answering the messages that we're sending. Um, That's right. We have we're starting to pay a wee bit of attention now as well. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. Which is nice. Yeah. That's so great. we've got yeah. we've got people like um, Kim Kearney from Manran. Oh, and we're yeah. in conversations. We're in conversations with Reed Maxwell to do yeah. a show with him. The legend. Um, yes. We've also got 
Ken Eller, the captain, he's not interested in joining us. Wow, the captain himself. The captain <laughs> himself, looking forward to that one. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, and, and, and others in between um, from all kind of walks of trad. We are, we are after, after the trad award, we are um, increasing our level of Gaelic song mm. and performance because it was something we shied away from. But the Gaelic um, audience and the Gaelic artists are very welcoming and they, they want to spread right. the word themselves. Yeah. So we're going to help that. We're going to kind of get on. We've got, for example, today's the beginning of February and on this Sunday we've got Nora McKeever who was, was man oh, man yeah. and Skippenish. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Nora's a good pal of mine. So he's, he's joining us this coming Sunday. Was oh, about, a month ago, about a month ago with Callum McCall on as well. Yes, the we- right, yes. A weather- oh, he's, he's a weatherman on BBC Scotland. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, he's the one that puts the wee clouds up, you know, and says it's going <laughs> to all gonna the snow time. On, right. It's going to snow on you today, and if it's not today, it'll be tomorrow for sure, you know. Um, <laughs> that kind of stuff, you know. Uh, in Shetland, and where I am in Yale, if, it's, if you can see across the, you know, to honest, you know, it's. It's not raining, but it's going to rain, kind of style thing. You know, you always yeah. know that. So, um, but um, yeah, so Callum was great, and he was—he's a piper, piper, uh, and a, a box player as well. So he came on and played. And um, when you're getting people like that on, and one of, one of our early guests as well was Bob Worrell. Where's yeah. Bob yes. on? And, and that—that's really cool for when you go to contact people abroad that maybe haven't heard you, and you say, "Well, listen, Bob Worrell was on, and he had a good time." And Bob's kept in touch with the show ever since. Yeah. Uh, and he keeps in touch with me. I get wee jokes sent through and messaging and things. <laughs> Just saw this and thought of you, and it, it's great. And uh, but when you you can you know once you've had one or two on you, I found out yourself. You can say, well, such and such has been on. And they're like, oh, hmm, wait a minute, and maybe I'll uh, give this a there go. There you go. Yeah, and the, the nominations didn't hurt either. There you go. Indeed. Exactly. Exactly. Absolutely. Uh, so, well, I have to say the nominations are absolutely well deserved, and I'm disappointed that you guys didn't pick it up. I honestly was gunning for you. I was hoping for the best. That uh, yeah, we could be sitting at your table celebrating with you that night, but ah, but there well, we go. Uh, oh. If anybody was going to beat, beat us, we hoped it was you. Yeah, so yes, there you go. Exactly. Yeah. That, that, oh, e- even, though we did, even though we didn't win an award in the Big Rab show, did, did I say that? Did we? Did, we did. We didn't, did we? I, I, won, I personally won an award with the Argyles book. I but... was going to say, the Argyles, yeah. The, volume <laughs> 2 got the Rab show award. Yeah. Yeah. Our category, did but... we not get beaten by that scoundrel, Chris Armstrong, with his cooking? Yeah. That, you, you did, yeah. <laughs> so best, best social media, yeah. A story for you, Rob Ferry, about Chris Armstrong, of course, now yeah. this Pike Measure and everybody now. 30 years ago, I played a season with him in Colburn Pike Band. He came as a young boy and played a season. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we'd known each other for years and years and years. So I've loved seeing him because I've lived in Shetland now for oh, nearly 30 years. So it's been nice watching people like him uh, going into the Pike Band world and taking over. I think he had David Urquhart for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's right. Yeah, he, mm-hmm. he went on and, and seeing these guys right at the top, it's quite amazing. You know. Yeah. Oh, they're they're doing okay. They're they're doing well. So they yeah, are. Yeah. yeah. So lads, I have to say, I'm a huge fan. Uh, so for folks that are wanting to go and check you guys out, then where can they go to watch the show? So we are live on a Sunday evening in the UK from eight PM. Yes, 8 PM. <laughs> I, yeah. I think that. 
And you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. On Facebook, it's facebook.com slash tunes. On YouTube, it's youtube.com slash show. And on Twitter, it's at tartantunes. And Peter's looking at me as if he should remember these things as well. <laughs> I'm, I'm, just, I'm, I'm just hoping he's got that right, uh, Rob, because I, I wrote it all out for him and said, remember and say that properly. <laughs> Oh, I so, say right. There you go. It's been scripted. So hopefully, hopefully yeah. it has got it right because I would hate for somebody to tune in and get something about, you know, panpipe music or something like that. It might oh, be the wrong thing. Oh, here. Oh, there you one. go. That's it. We have had that problem that people have been googling Big Rab but finding something totally different. And, uh, <laughs> that's yeah. been a that's been an issue. Uh, anyway, but to be fair, it's, it's still the same person. Can <laughs> 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 oh, either confirm or deny? There you are. <laughs> so, That's Peter. never been a problem of mine. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. I, I can tell I might have a bit of editing to do at the end of this. There you go. Uh, just because I'm, I'm, I'm six foot one and got size 13 feet doesn't go for everything. You know? No, no, that's it. <laughs> Grant, mm-hmm. Davey, Peter, thank you lads so much for joining us here on the show this week. And uh, hey, I wish you every success. I am certainly going to be continuing to tune in every week. Thanks very much, lads. I appreciate it. Hey, uh, there's, a, there's another guest we had on at one point in time, Davey, wasn't it? This guy, Big Rab or something. You, you oh, yeah, on. yeah. Can't remember, can't remember him. Can't remember him. <laughs> no, no, you must can remember him. Uh, do you know yeah. one thing, Rob? We've had over 200 guests on now. That's and, not that many, really. Yeah. yeah. And wow. I, I, think, I think everybody thought that we were going to just crumble and die when COVID, when all the restrictions were lifted. Yeah, but we right. sat and spoke Davy and I and said, "Listen, this is going good. Folk are still enjoying it. Let's keep it going." Hundred so, percent. Yeah. So if anything, it's been a bonus to people that didn't get out before COVID because we found there was so many people actually housebound and couldn't mm. actually get mm. out before COVID. And now at least there's so many shows going about that they can they can sit in and still watch and keep up to date with things a wee bit. And, Absolutely. Uh, yeah. And the key. And, and I mean, like, the key thing. Phenomenal. Mm. And the key thing is, like yourself, Rob, we we don't make anything out of this. No. We do it all for the yeah. musicians. We don't we don't take anything. We don't pay to make anything. Um, actually, we technically lose money every time we do a show. That's the story. Um, <laughs> and all we're there for is to to entertain um, yeah. to anyone that's watching and promote any musicians that need promoting or want promoting. And it's not just the small yeah. musicians; it's the big musicians as well that are wanting the crack and mm-hmm. and, and coming on the show. Yeah. So. That's it. No, it's, it's a fantastic platform. Seriously, occasionally, yeah. Occasionally, we get nice wee gifts for people like Duncan, Duncan Nicholson sent me a Strathclyde Police baseball cap, and uh, it's oh, really you handy. Now, you know, if you get stopped on the way home at night, you just pull out, out the glove compartment and stick it on. You know, you oh, hello, officer. Oh, you're a pipe. <laughs> oh, yeah. so, uh, anyway. There you go. And then uh, Donald McVie, he sent me a, a new chanter read, which was lovely. And Derek Ma, Derek sent us a lot of stuff as well, bits and pieces. It's yeah. awful nice of these guys. So I get all these new reads to try and think something. Well, why not, sir? Yeah, you may as well. Yeah. But it's been great working with David and David's business, of course, bringing out all the pipe books. It's fantastic because I get yeah. That's it. More to come. More to come. I was going to say this, Davey. I have no doubt I'll be bothering you this year again. I'm sure you have some new publications coming out, but I'm not going to ask for any spoilers. No, not this time. Not this time. And then, David, <laughs> and then David's own stuff. I, I get a message every so often. I just get a bang. What do you think of this one? Whatever. And there's a new tune, you know. So I'll go and sit and play it in the box. And, that and 
Uh, that's, uh, yeah, because uh, David, you're still continuing to compose away in the background, aren't you? Yeah. You, yeah, I've, I've recently changed jobs, so I've not got as much spare time also with my little Ewan and I just turned one. Yeah. But um, yeah, I do try. If I get something in my head, I'll, I'll work on it and see what happens. So yeah, I do try. There you are. Well, that, yeah, I've been hearing some of the wee clips and stuff. Just full disclosure, some of them are class, by the way. They're really good. Uh, so, hi, you never know. They might see the light of day sometime soon, Davey. I'm going to poke you here, you know. <laughs> you never know. Are you, <laughs> are you coming over to the, the major in Aberdeen this year? To the what in Aberdeen, sorry? One of the majors is in Aberdeen, isn't it? Oh, the European. Oh, sorry, the Euros. I, yeah. I, I, at the moment, I haven't any travel made or booked yet. Right, okay. So that's, that's close for me. That's only 12 hours in the boat. So I think I might come Just 12 hours? My God. So <laughs> I won't come in to see that I, one. To be fair, the, the park's right beside the harbour. So you just come in, watch the, watch the games, and go back that night. I could stay in the boat. I could yeah, just... You could do. <laughs> <laughs> Stand on the deck and look over. Yeah, yeah. There you go. And then, and then if I predict wrong, I can see. Ah, it's just right. the distance. Was that you know? There you are, indeed. Who's, well, who's the hot tips this year? Who's the hot tips in the white man world this year? Do you think? Difficult to know. Hard one this year. I think. I think yeah. it's a hard one this year. Your, your Great top three. Possible. Really difficult to tell now. Yeah. I think that this year even more so because we we were aware of so many international bands that will be travelling in now. Yeah. Uh, this year the floodgates are opened you know so many international bands it's going to be a real interesting world this year I can't wait <laughs> I always thought the New Zealand bands should be in top form because they've managed to practice the whole time nearly now that's it yeah but, and, play right through basically so absolutely and their nationals is coming up in a few weeks now in early mm. March so yeah. looking forward to that actually so yeah there'll be a lot of great music to be played well indeed be. yeah a lot yeah. of great people playing it Mm-hmm. Lads, I, le- I will let you go but thank you all for joining us on the show this week and again for folks wanting to check you out just stick it into your search engine Tartan Tunes and you'll find these guys for sure David, Peter thank you so much thanks, thanks so much, Lang me your lumberjack with other folks cool ah, smashing stuff there thank you so much to Peter and David for hanging out with me <laughs> that's the best crack. And if anything, whenever the mics got switched off, uh, we continued talking uh, for quite a while after that. So, yeah, just brilliant. Uh, if anything, I know it's being completely self-indulgent, but I, we're, we're mates. And, yeah, th- I just figured I'd bring a couple of mates onto the pod this week. There you go. <laughs> so, yeah, for uh, yeah, you do want to check out that show for sure, right? That's a big Rab Show seal of approval right there. So, uh, yeah, go and check them out. Type it into your search engine and, uh, yeah, just tartan tunes. You'll find them absolutely everywhere definitely worth checking out all right folks that's it for another big rab show podcast this week thank you all for downloading this week and each and every week and as always don't forget to check us out on patreon where you can get your mitts on loads of extra stuff including exclusive interviews performances episodes of rab show plus and our weekly fuse fm balamoney radio show where if you do happen to miss it live you can download it and listen to it anytime there you are so, yes, there's a wealth of great extra stuff over there on Patreon. Do help support your favourite wee piping podcast and keeping the wheels turning. All that jazz. And uh, I get your mitts and all that extra stuff. All right, folks, we are out the door. As always, our email box is open. So if there's been anything we've mentioned on this week's show or any other show for that matter, then please do email us in. BigRabShow at gmail.com. That address again. BigRabShow at gmail.com. 
they are warm. And that's another Rab Show podcast in the can, as they say. No doubt we will be returning next week for even more bagpiping shenanigans. So until then, we'll see you as all then. All the best. Well, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Thanks so much for downloading this week. And a special thank you to our sponsor, G1 Reads. Played by bands around the world, they are the champion's choice. Played by two-time world champions in Vararian District. Don't forget to check out thebigrabshow.com to be kept up to date with all the latest news and views from the piping world. And also check us out on Patreon. For five bucks a month, you can get your hands on tons of extra piping goodness and be part of the Patreon faithful. So until next week, guys, we'll see you right here on the Big Rab Show podcast. All the best. <laughs>